What's... We've had 40 degree days, three days straight now, so we're just fucking. Oh, man. Dry, dry heat, though. Dry. Having a nice. So dry. The driest, the driest of heat. How'd you get your kids to bed for, for a start? Let's start there. I handballed them to my wife. Right. What's she going to do about it? I'm still not sure. No, two Ooh. of them are in bed. The other one's um, given lip. So he's, <laughs> he's, being, um, he's being shepherded away as we speak. What do they want? Oh. What, are they, what is their problem? What do these- they just don't want to go to bed. That's, that's it. They don't actually want anything. They just don't want to go to bed. But what's the goddamn problem? It's fucking hot. <laughs> well, what's standing around getting your face going to do about that? Yeah, I, Buckland, you're preaching to the converted. <laughs> That's what I said to him. I said, what are you doing standing around getting in my face about it? That's right. That's so, why. You, that's, a, that's the best part about being six foot five, I guess. <laughs> Mate, fucking hell. My two boys are nearly there. They're coming at you. Yeah. They are fucking coming at me hard and tall. Jesus. All right. That's ridiculous. Well, hello. Yes, dad pants. That's what this is. And look, we almost didn't have an episode going on here. I'll be clear with you right from the outset. Because it's December. And December dads are busy dads. Mm-hmm. We had, what did we have? We had an uh, unexpected school concert. Indeed. <laughs> And we had an unexpected wedgie situation, from what I understand. Yeah. I feel like the wedgie situation would have been a little bit more expected than the Christmas concert, even though <laughs> it's Christmas time. Absolutely. Yes. And this was all happening a couple of hours ago, but we, you know, these things are sent to challenge us. Mm. And December dads come through, I think. December dads. I'm with the pants panel, though. Hello, fellas. Hi, Stu. Hey, Stu. Oh, Rich, you sound maudlin, fella. Sorry. December maudlin. I'm December dad. December dad voice. But December teacher dad, let's uh, clarify. Let's well, be I clear there. I had my school where I teach at graduation last oh. night and then the preschool graduation tonight. And the sucky thing mm. about it, we've got preschool and kindergarten to go to, so we've got like double the farewells there and concerts. It's just double maudlin, uh, double maudlin, and then they do a Christmas party as well. It's like, come on, guys, let's talk to each other <laughs> and just on, do it once and get it done. It's just dragging it out. It's like four different events. We have a lot of content on this show, and I don't really have time to ask this question, but I'm gonna. What's the fucking point of preschool graduation? <laughs> Please, oh, no. look, who's well, it for? To be fair, Who cares? To be fair, he's been there for four years, so it's a fair. You know, when you're a five-year-old, that's a big chunk of your life. It's a big thing. It's a big chunk of your life. So, um, so what? But is he going to remember it in a couple of years' time? Oh, shit. Well, what are we wasting our time for? I don't know. I mean, ours. Like, I was involved heavily, obviously. (laughs) It was a nice speech you wrote, though, Stu. That was good. (laughs) I don't know. I guess I'm just getting a bit frustrated for you. It's got nothing to do with me, really. It's all good. It's all good. He enjoyed himself. That's the most important thing. Now you're making me look bad. My my daughter, my daughter Wigo's son, about to graduate primary school, year six. 
When and when Dylan? did you have a graduation on the weekend, Wiggins, or was it just preparation on the weekend? Uh, there was some preparation on the weekend. Then we had a Monday night graduation party. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, okay, so this is a real double-edged sword here because I've just I've just been given news, like breaking news, <laughs> four <laughs> minutes before <laughs> we we decided to record. Oh. So I'm just going to shoehorn this in right here because it works. Monday night graduation party tonight, fair like our end of year concert. Next Tuesday graduation day. What? Right? Come on. So with all of this stuff that's been organised, and it's so painful. Like it's just like I don't want to go. Like it's great that you're graduating. That's wonderful. But uh-huh. I, you know, I got podcasts to do. Get it done. There are. Let's get it done. Well, yeah. So you wanted to play? Would you rather? Are you not going to win? Exactly. <laughs> but the parents that have organised a lot of this stuff have also organised the perfect teacher gift for end of year. Mm. Basically, they just got everyone to chip in and gave Linz a gift card, just an e-gift card with X amount of dollars on it. And it was like, finally, someone's figured out that that's actually what teachers want at the end of the year. They don't want candles. Yeah. They don't want cards. They don't want cheese boards. You want one cheese board, right? Maybe. With cheese on it, or just the board? Just, just the board. board. Yeah, no, I'm not. Who cares about the board? Where's the cheese I, at? I completely yeah. agree with the caveat that you, we have to. Well, I'm not sure about Lindsay's situation. I don't want to get into legal trouble. We have to be very careful <laughs> with any gifts over fifty dollars. Oh, so yes. when mm-hmm. I, I actually had a similar situation where I had parents chip in, and it was a lovely gesture, and it was a, a significant figure, like in the couple of hundred dollars. And I mm. was forced to donate, re-donate it back to the school because and I, I declared it and it was over the $50 limit, so mm. I wasn't actually allowed to. Oh, and they were really angry about that. Like, you know, they basically said, that's ridiculous. So, yes. Why didn't they just break it up into small? Well, well this, this do, is yeah. the thing. You're better off getting Great question. your $20 donations, your $50 donations mm. rather than – but gift cards all the way. Would it, would it be okay if, the, if it was a card that just had, like, Poker machine credit on it. <laughs> well, then you then you got to decide which place you got to get the credit at because it won't. It's not transferable. Right. So yeah. Sorry, Matthew. You were gonna you were gonna make a point, and then we ended up on pokey credit. What if so, they What if they just handed you a phone and they just said, "Look, I'm on the pokes. I've just won fifty eight bucks. What do I go? 50. If you win, then you yep. get it all, etc. Spades. Spades. Yeah. So, whatever. Hang on. <laughs> but Rich can't like. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't ask this because it, oh. it might. You, you can tell me cut this out if you like. But what, what you're, you're down there in the Sunraysia? Can't you just meet him, you know, at midnight in a <laughs> vineyard with trench coats on, and they slip you the the gifts, and you just hide it under your coat and skulk away? Stuart, let me tell you, the gifts that you receive at midnight between the vines, that he's not being declared to anyone, trust me, mate. That's a long-held tradition within the Sunraysia, which we did not discuss. No, no words spoken. You may run into several politicians in, in the area. Yeah, that's right. Bit of our Grosby action down there as well. No, I would never mm-hmm. suggest that our Grosby was involved okay. in organised crime. Midnight Between the Vines is the current title. Yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. It'll be, nice. be bested nice. at some point, perhaps. I but don't that's know. what it's we're It sounds like a Creedence song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we've got a lot to do. Hmm. I need some updates before we get into fresh content. We can't we can't get in fresh content without updating old content. 
So first and foremost, Rasputin update. How is your dad, Mark? He is very alive and has already been on a trip to Melbourne (laughs) and has got his license back. So, Oh, that's quick. One month. One month he needed to be uh, stroke-free and uh, and he's done it. So well done, Mark. He did no stroke November. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. (laughs) I might move on. The title? Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yep. (laughs) Please pass. Please pass that on to your father. We go. I'm sure he'd love it. Thanks for coming back, Rich. (laughs) All right, so we're very glad to hear he's doing well. All right, nipple flick update. <laughs> your your last time we heard that your son was surprising you with uh, nipple flicks, mm-hmm. did you escalate? I have not escalated. Has he escalated? There's been no escalation on my behalf, and he is weapons down as well. <laughs> oh. We're at an impasse. Armistice. Oh. Ceasefire. <laughs> yeah. A humanitarian pause. Yeah, that's a good did, did did something happen, or is it like, you know, that first year of World War One at Christmas yeah. time when they just put their arms down and just went out there and sort of exchanged gifts and played a bit of soccer. Well, it depends Christmas on time. which side you're describing me as. Oh. Oh, German, of course. Oh, yeah, it's a big Kaiser energy. <laughs> big Aryan bastard <laughs> with big pointy helmet. <laughs> I don't know if the Germans are as positive as I am, but anyway, that's that's another story. I, it sounds to me like he, he's the aggressor, though, so surely he's Germany. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're oh. right, Ellis. And you're, more, you're much yeah, more Yeah, they're a good point, sorry. Yeah. They're um, your territory. There are definitely... I think there's... I think there okay. may very well have just been a complete loss of memory for him in oh. regards to that. Into the, in regards to that attack, he's just. But isn't that a perfect time for you carpet. to? Isn't that a perfect time for you to get him then? If he's forgotten, yeah, mate. Oh, right. Hey, don't worry about me. Oh. I'm. Can I suggest something? Yep. Christmas lunch. Oh. Reach across. You're pretending you're going for a chicken leg or something, and just keep going until you grab it. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Christmas schleifen plan. Yeah, that's right. Start at the nipple and then go for the nuts. Okay, there we go. That's that's the that's what we've got so far. That's the title. All right. Um, let me give you a quick sliding doors dad update. Oh yep. Uh, there was a there was a little period there where it looked like he wasn't going to be um, so single and happy and spending happily, but then the other day I saw him in a shirt, and you're going to think I'm making this up. <laughs> but I'm not. His shirt was a picture of B. Arthur throwing up a gang sign. Nice. Oh, this very much is you sliding doors, Buckland. I'm telling you. <laughs> B. Arthur throwing up a gang sign. Now, apparently it has something to do with a band. He told me the band. I instantly forgot the band because I didn't <laughs> care. It was all about B. Arthur yeah. being a gangster. That's so, so there you go. Part of this band, a new band, it'd be Arthur, 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 be Thank you for being a friend. You know that's what was happening. Hopefully they open with that. Oh, that's it. Yeah, like a punk version. Yeah. Well, you know what I've done there? I've actually, I'm nicely sliding into the next bit of content, going from be Arthur into something Matt wanted to talk about. Matt? I did. This is what, Dad, sitcom land? 
at where, yeah. where I found myself. I, I did message you boys here recently about this was just sometimes where you find yourself like, what am I doing? I'm bloody a 90s sitcom dad all of a sudden. Just my wife points out that all our pavers out the back are all unruly. And I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, that one is sticking up. I'll just dig it out and see if there's a tree root under it and then see what's going on. No tree root. Oh, good. I'll just smooth that out and put the thing back in. Uh, like it's a jigsaw piece, uh, and then that doesn't work, strangely enough, uh, because that's the whole issue. That's why you've got buckled pavers, because there's no give. And, uh, yeah, I dug up 12 enormous pavers in the end, uh, <laughs> and I spent two hours trying to put one paver back in, and when that didn't work, and I broke it, broke the paver. These are big ones, too. These are yeah. Yeah, pretty thick, you know, I guess two feet by two feet. And, uh, yeah, after I broke one of them, I um, yeah dug up 12, smoothed it out, put them all back in about 30 minutes. So the rest of the time was just trying to put one back in the original place. I could have just done <laughs> what, the, the easy thing. I just dug them all up and smoothed it, put it back down. And I was just like, this is just like a freaking sitcom. Like, oh, I'll fix it. It'll be easy. And then. Next thing, there's holes in the wall, and <laughs> yeah. and my wife's like, "Are you still doing three week arc? Yeah, push a paver down, another one pops. That's up. right, all that stuff. The neighbours yeah. leaning over the fence. Yeah, some dickhead neighbours sticking his face up, but not too far. No, can't no. see the lower just, half just a of little his bit. face. Just what you bit. doing there, neighbour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter comes out like, about eight times and says, "Why don't you just?" Why don't you just dig up the whole pavers? Oh, sh- you don't know anything. I've got this big like all that stuff. And they're all shut the fuck up. That's a different pod. That's a different episode <laughs> where he loses it. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, why? Like, how did this happen? How did I stupidly just go turn into sitcom dad all of a sudden? You know what that makes me think of? And I was going to say it earlier when Ben was talking about being annoyed at having to go to stuff. Is that you know this is this is ostensibly as a podcast where we talk about dad matters and try and resolve dad issues and maybe even give out a bit of advice if we've got it. Was dad matters the crossover between home improvement and family matters? <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to have a dad off to see who <laughs> yeah. ended up being the dad. <laughs> I think it was the I think it was the sequel to Ghost Dad yeah. in Family Matters. Well, no, but... But Carl yeah, Winslow and Ghost Dad went to jail, so <laughs> yes. Ghost Dad. Rightly so. <laughs> oh, he gave, oh, you're saying he gave Carl Winslow. And gave him a cup of coffee. And, no, no. <laughs> I don't think this means anything to a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but what I was going to say is, like, that's that's what the podcast meant to be, but it ends up just Maybe. being like a dad win session. Hmm. So I don't know. Is that good? I don't know. What's the whinge, you mean? The whinge is me. It's not anyone else. No, no, no. But, yeah, no, but I'm saying that's what we do. We just end up whinging. Oh, right. And does it help anybody? Oh, no. That's not what dads are about. Are we about helping people? Clap on. Clap on. Clap on. Clap on. Let you turn things on or off from anywhere in the room. Just plug in the clapper and a television, lamp, stereo... Almost anything you want to clap on and off. Clap on. Clap off. Clap on. Clap off. 
Stop Clapper. Clapper is available at Meyer, Perry, Hills, and Osco. Got a Christmas story to tell. Every picture tells a story. Capture the color of Christmas this year on fresh Kodak film. I got it! I got it! Kodak wishes you some merry, merry pictures. So I, I I just had a thought about um, some of the dad things that I did over the weekend and realised that I did most of them within a very very short period of time on Sunday. So I'm thinking about... Can I just tell you what I'm laughing at for absolutely. a start? I asked what everyone wants to talk about. We had a list. I said, right, that's a lot of stuff. Let's get through it. Now you're introducing something new before I've even got to... I'm happy to wait. I'm happy to table this and work on it, actually do some work on it before the next time we convene and discuss it in more detail because it's not going to go very far. It would have been done by now. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying that. I'm just... I found it amusing. I'm sorry. Please, please, go ahead. This is is my creative outlet. Uh, (laughs) Crowbarring content yep. into an already full shed. Exactly. That's what I do. It sounds pretty consistent. <laughs> so on Sunday, just past, there were, I did quite a lot of dad stuff in a very short period of time. So to give you an idea, I cleaned the pool, I mowed the lawn, I hung up all our Christmas lights. Ugh. Yes. Yes. And I filled up both the cars with petrol. Wow. Now, Hang on. All That's of a that special task? Did you do simultaneous? Well, like, I, I watched Napoleon yesterday, and, the, you know, when they had to ride horses next to each other, like, to get messages back to the general, they rode two horses. We, did you drive your cars like that? Sorry, I haven't explained that very well. You ride the bugger out of one horse. <laughs> Why you, me? <laughs> yeah. You ride the bugger out of one horse, and then you jump oh. on the other horse so they can sprint it, feel it. At full oh, tilt. Right, yeah. The other one's oh, still so running, like... but it doesn't have the weight of you on it, and then you jump back on the other horse. Anyway, right. sorry, Wiggins. Okay, that's all right. I am, okay, uh, I am you. That's what happens. I've had three three days into my holiday, and I turn into Wiggins. <laughs> if only we could all that's amazing. Back. That's right. I recommend it. That, that's. I'm going to say well done for the dad productiveness. That's great. Yep. Did it make you feel good? Um, It did. It did. It made me feel. It made me feel really good. And now that I'm, now that I'm part of the Christmas lights brigade. Oh, did you have street? Were you getting shamed by the street? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Neighbor, yeah, yeah. neighbor shame, big time, yeah. right? Massive. Shame. And not only did I have neighbor shame, when I was sitting on the front lawn, <laughs> pulling out last year's Christmas lights that I had actually yeah. put away very neatly. Yeah. How's that happen? One, just one strand, and it was all. It was all in a bad place. So there's a photo of me on the street chat uh, sitting on my front lawn doing, like, untying Christmas lights. And my neighbour came up and said, you must have been so frustrated because two years ago you wouldn't have even had any Christmas lights and you got shamed 
and Shame. bullied into having Christmas lights and now <laughs> you're sitting on your front lawn untying them. How did that make you feel? Yes. And then I burst into tears. So that was the Aww. fifth dad thing I did. I uh, was pushed down all my emotions into my chest until someone said something that really, really got me. Really? No. I wonder. Oh. I want the neighbour to have a have a Santa oh, ring. It would make me cry. Sorry, Matt. It would make me cry. It's not that incredible. No, no, no. It's not. It's. It was. It was frustrating. I had to get my wife involved. Um, a dad question. Sorry. Mm. Absolutely. What's your preferred method of attachment for your Christmas lights to my <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Um, so I've gotten I've got yeah. gutter hooks. Uh, so I've been using Oops. gutter hooks, and then I had also previously gone with screws into timber. Ooh, okay. Uh, so that I can hang the same things so in the to, same spots each year. year on year. You're planning long term. There's no, there's no, there's no way that Christmas lights are going anytime soon. Is what you're saying? You're committing. Well, no, I, I would say that there's. At, at some stage in this next two weeks, Linz will probably come back with another couple with of thousand something more. else for me to put yeah. somewhere. Right. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Sorry, Matt, did you have something? I did interrupt you. No, I was just wondering if you could get a light up Santa Claus that rings a bell saying shame. shame. I think that would be pretty great. Shame. <laughs> and just have, shame. A point, have a pointing towards the house and the street with no lights on yeah. it. That is, a, that is a Christmas decoration. I'd yeah, buy. that's a great idea. Now, I don't want to add to the dad shame, and I might be the one outvoted here, which is fine. It's happened before. Um, you were listing off your dad's jobs there, and one of them was fill up both the cars with petrol. Yep. Now, is that an individual task where you will go from your house, take the cars, fill them up, and bring them home, rather than it being well, a... I'm going out this yeah, day. Right, right, right. That's the day I'll fill up while I'm out. Because that's how I do it in our house. But are you? Is is yeah. it? Am I an outlier? Is it a special task that you do on the weekend? So sometimes. So every now and again, I'll make a, I'll make a special trip to go, because there's a there's a bottle shop that's attached. <laughs> To the petrol oh, this station. This is very dead. Like, okay, oh, very dead. Like, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Say no more. No, Say no, no more. That's why I needed two trips. Oh dear. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you won't. I have a question. Yes. Go on, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mowers, uh, you gonna do you get guys give that? a shit about how much petrol costs? Yes. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, I don't understand yeah, the question. Okay. So would like, you? As in, do we hunt do you mean, for the? Would you do, make a special trip? Something which is sensibly. Does it contribute uh, well, to when you get it? Would you make a special no. trip to go to a place that has cheaper petrol than somewhere else if it's a substantially different price? Depends how far. Yeah, probably not. So what my question is There's is a... what is the price differential that would make you drive to a different petrol? <laughs> Fifteen cents. <laughs> but hang on, you. We're going to need to do a hypothetical sum of price difference versus distance. Okay, yep. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Ellis. Are we talking? Thank you. Wait. 15 cents and the graph works. Well, okay, so say they're yeah. all they're all in the same. <laughs> yep. The distance expense. You graph. know what? 15 cents, I think, is. Rich has the right idea. I challenged Ben and said, what, what you're asking us is difficult. And Rich just went, the sooner I just give him an answer. Oh. <laughs> 
as soon as this yeah, is over. It's in the, how far away it is versus yeah. how, how cheap it See, is. See, we actually have to worry about the quality of fuel out here as well. I guess right. sometimes the operators who have a lot of water in their, yeah. in their petrol, so we have to... Oh, we, they're straight we, from the Murray. Pretty much, well, <laughs> yeah. So we have to be... With the brownest petrol in the state. <laughs> <laughs> they're putting wine. Yeah. They're just putting wine in their fuel. <laughs> yeah, it's all natural. It's all good. <laughs> but um, so we like I won't go to certain places, even though I know they're a little bit cheaper because I know the fuel's not great there as well. So the the the, the easiest answer to your question, Ben, is I think about it and I go, oh yeah, I really must get petrol when it's at that point from that place, and then then you drive past. You're already past the station before you actually. It's not even past. I'm just busy or doing something else and just don't get to it. You know. Um, Fair. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about my answer. I just realized as I was saying it, I was boring myself. So as the question's fine, my answer was dull. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a chapter of 2023's Grapes of Wrath. Like we're kind of sitting here talking... <laughs> People so, traveling. I heard there was a town. I heard tell another petrol. of a town I where the decide. petrol was 17 The next town where I knew it was going to be cheaper, <laughs> but no one could really tell whether the quality would be the same. Look, uh, can I throw a quick uh, listener question at you? Yeah. A listener in qu- quotation marks. Okay. Because I did throw the question out, if anyone had any questions for the pants panel. And again, as has happened a few times, people take the pants bit a bit too literally. <laughs> yes. Uh, listeners, they're pants of the mind, okay? They're, they're dad pants of the mind and the yeah. heart, not necessarily literally pants. We're not literally experts about pants, so you can ask us about hems and, and cuts and things like that. We're not going to be able to help you. But the question came in, you might have an answer. Zip fly, all those metal buttons you find on some pairs of jeans. Ooh. Ah, Thoughts? Button fly. <laughs> all right, you're a dad. You're a dad. You've done all your tasks for the day. Uh, it's time to go out. You're going to go out down the alley, maybe get a schnitto, get a beer. <laughs> Got to get there early. Get there nice and early, so you got to get hour. good. Well, good spot near the near the band, the yeah. cover band, who's just going to do uh, probably cold chisel for most of the night. Yeah, yeah, maybe some baby. I love your way. Yeah, uh, with a reggae, yeah, <laughs> kind of strange reggae vibe. Well, to every song, and yeah, it's like the only backbeat he's got. <laughs> and then a song about B. Arthur. Well, if uh, if I find out what that band's name is, yes. Oh, if there's a song about B. Arthur, I probably won't be wearing pants, to be honest. I <laughs> <laughs> I want to be. Maybe the Mountain Goats will do it as a follow-up to that song for Dana Plato. <laughs> um, My answer is Zip Fly. Yep. Uh, now, what's do you have something against buttons, or is it just... Um, no, I don't have anything against buttons. Um I do, like, sometimes they're a bit awkward, like, and, like, in the end, why are there four buttons when I really only need to undo two? And So people can't see your packet through the hole, through the gaps. Well, 
We'll just have denim yeah, there. I'm, I'm, I'm with Wiggins on this one. I don't like fumbling around in public toilets with my groins. <laughs> the quicker that I'm, the quicker that it's out, the quicker it's back in, the quicker I'm. Is my the keyword there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just, it's just too much, it's too much groin work for me and too much paranoia that if, it, if it's been done correctly. Mm. Like it doesn't take much for those big buttons not to go through. And if you've had a few at the RE, then it's even worse. When you Absolutely. get loose dexterity, then problem. Uh, yeah, good point. And you need you need to be yeah. washing your hands in these places all the time. And so then you yeah. get the wet patches and it's it's a slippery slope. Ooh. You get runoff from uh, the button. Yeah, you just you're spending more time in that area. Yeah. But studies have shown that if you do have a button fly, then you're less likely to get dementia. So, well, you're less likely. Yeah, you know, using the, the dexterity and uh, uh, thinking about doing up your fly. So, yeah, great okay. work. I thought you were going to say something uh, about trapping your scrot. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> causes dementia. <laughs> Jesus. Zip, zipper flies cause a lot of things. If I could just solve everyone's problem and just put Sudokus up in front of the urinals and everyone would be fine. There'd be no... Anyway, I don't know. I'm getting off the topic here. <laughs> All right, so that's from my, that's from Berkey, my friend Berkey. I got there eventually, um, buddy. I hope, that's, that. I, hope that's, I hope that's answered that question. Um, just err on the side of, you know... Time is money. Tracky for dads. I think that's the answer. Tracky Dax is Tracky Dax. Tracky Dax, yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, Rich. Ah. You teased us uh, last no. episode. I've been the teasing. I feel like I've, it's, it's been so long, I feel like I've the the mojo's gone. But I built a shed. I built a shed. <laughs> shed work. I did, I, did the, I did the concreting. I did the oh. – I had the shed delivered and I constructed it entirely single-handedly. Hang on, and hang on, hang on. Go back to the start. Yeah. Go back to concept level. Uh, well, <laughs> I had an old shed. It had shitty doors and it was very small. And I was like, right, going to get a new shed. Didn't know where I was going to put it. So figured it out eventually. And then I'm still having second thoughts on where it is at the moment, but it's there now. And so. What a slab down, though. There's a slab. Chuck a slab down. Well, it was only half. Like this was this is part of the strategic plan. It's only got a half a slab running on from some pavers, so it was a good. So I've only had to mm. do half. But that was that why has Rich got four separate concrete squares in his backyard? He couldn't decide where to put his shed. That's exactly right. <laughs> the other three are handball courts now. <laughs> we call it down ball around here. It's very weird. I can't. What? Yeah. Don't even start. Don't even start. Don't even. Down ball. Down ball. That's open. Yeah. yeah. Let's not. Let's close that one back up again. <laughs> so put a slab over that door. <laughs> slab for it. Start calling a slab ball. Um, so I've got, got the shed up. I'm sorry, I've got the slab, got the shed. I was, I was, look, to be honest, it, it, was, it wasn't too bad. It's the first time we've ever done anything like a full shed, like as I've kind of iterated in the past, pretty handy with the old um, hex screws and flat pack. Great. But, um, yeah, shed was a bit of a different story, a little bit more um, hardware-y, I suppose. So, uh, yeah, it, it turned out all right. A um, couple, little, couple little niggles with the doors. That was probably the biggest mm. issue. What, what, what happened runners. with the doors? Um, door runners, uh, man, door runners. Runners, yeah. Oh, well, these are the hinge doors. No. And uh-huh. and uh-huh. like you know, I had them I had them really well placed, and they were doing they were looking all right. Like you know, I had them nice and centered, and everything was looking good. But the way and I 
maintain it's an engineering fault more so than my fault. But um, basically what happens is is that at the bottom of the door, there's like um, there's like a covering gap, like which holds the sheet metal in. And mm-hmm. what happens is that, that actually j- goes into the door jam and pulls the hinge out. So the doors actually weren't closing properly at the beginning. So I had to go and do some bit of metal sniffing work to try and get so the doors would actually mm. go into the jam properly because they're not mm. very well constructed. It was just, it was just a bit of a I don't I'm not sure if it was it wasn't definitely wasn't clear in the instructions and it was a bit of poor engineering or poor instruction following my part. But either way, but you got through it, buddy. Fix it up. It got there, and I got to you know I've got my hunky dory little workshed with my pegboard up now. So all my tools nice. sit on the pegboard. Pegboard. I haven't, I haven't turned into a shadow board yet. I'm not quite that far, but oh, that was my next question. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so what? Tell us which part. How far through construction, percentage wise, before you had that feeling of oh, I've got this. Um, look, it was it was a few. It was a good few weekends worth of work, um, mm. mainly because. I was hoping to have someone help me and then that didn't eventuate. So I thought, oh, you know, it's going to be easy with someone else. And then that didn't eventuate and I just got frustrated. I went, ah, fuck it, I'll just finish it myself. Right. Um, but I think that, you know, even once the sh- – because you construct all the panels and then you kind of – it goes together a bit like Lego from there. And I've got to say that the, probably the part which was most uh, – I was most trepidatious about would have been the actual pulling it all together thing. Like I wasn't sure how that was going to pan out and it wasn't too bad. Like it's, you know, it's not going to last a cyclone, but it'll last a dust storm. <laughs> it's all good. Well, I'm, I'm, this is obviously we celebrate this kind of dad work here. I've never put yeah. up a shed. I've, I've got some, I've I constructed so something that I could potentially and probably will end up living in at some point in my life. <laughs> So it's not quite the house, and you know, it's it's it. But yeah, it was it was a nice little achievement, and so I'm feeling like it's something that I would definitely be able. I'd feel confident going to a mate's place and helping him put up his shed. Now would be my. Oh, now you can. Oh. Now you know, that's, isn't that the that's main you've reward? Elevated yourself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the main reward because now you can turn up and out, Dad. Well, this is the whoever well, else more is than, up more a shed. than that. More than that, I, if I have to put up a shed, which I don't, but I'm sure it's in my future, I'll have to. Uh, you're the person to call. Hang on, I'm just going to call me mate yeah. Ellis. He's put up a yeah, shed. He's done a shed. Yeah, before. that's what he's talking about. I'm not calling Wiggins. <laughs> Wiggins, no, put up gone, a shed. No, no. well, you just. I've be... been putting off putting up a shed ah, for yeah. three so years. <laughs> so just watch your door jams. That's my that's my big that's advice. Right. Go to the slides yeah, right, or right. the door jams. You got to be careful of. If you need to, okay. if you need to de-escalate nipple wars, then you'll be ringing. We go, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Indeed. Right. <laughs> and also, if you want to know about petrol price, <laughs> well, you didn't tell us anything about that. You just, you just, you just we didn't said, ask. You just say you fill and, up uh, petrol, yeah. <laughs> fifteen cents. But now I've got a dilemma. I've got to try and fit in my many barbecues. I've now. Oh. Why do you have many barbecues? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, hang on. sorry. Just put a pin in barbecues for a second. I have one question <laughs> yeah, about the shed. Absolutely. I have a shed-related question. <laughs> okay. Can I get some? Can I get a slab measurement, please, Ellis? What is the? What's the actual measurement of the slab? Correct. So the actual slab, because as I say, it was, it was abutting a diagonal bit of paving. 
Yeah. And so the slab measurement was, what are we at? Two, 220, so 2,200 mil by, yep. um, by three, but it was a triangle by three meters. Could, oh. now, can oh, I? It was a good, it was, it was 18 bags of concrete. Of oh, cement, sorry. Geez, I didn't really hear that concrete, yeah. So I got the premix stuff. Let me tell you, found out very quickly. It, and that was, I, I only had my wheelbarrow to do it. And found out very quickly that it's much easier doing it one bag at a time than trying to do three or four in one go. Now, <laughs> yes. I, okay, so there you go. Another, there's, that advice. there's number one. There's number one, yeah. one bag at a time. Bag at there, a time. There's the data advice. Yeah. All right, I don't want to downplay this at all. Or, 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 you know, lessen the achievement. But you have gone on to say that you're now concerned you can't fit all your barbecues in there. Yeah. Does that mean that you didn't measure what you need? Oh, no, 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 sorry. I should clarify. I'm not trying to fit the barbecues into the shed. I don't know where to fit the barbecues around the shedding. Oh, area. I see. So, okay. As in all right. the rest of the backyard now needs – I've got a U-mute-looking shed. The rest of the yard needs a bit of work there. So that's what I'm just right. trying to – to come up with the best way. You, you say barbecues. How many barbecues are you trying to Tetris around this oh, year? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, is this like some battlement? Like it's built, it's built based on an ancient castle and instead <laughs> of like lookouts, it's just a barbecue on every station? Pretty much. I've got three barbecues, <laughs> an outdoor gas burner and a, um, sorry, an outdoor wok burner and then the uh, fire pit type thing, so which... Doubles as another barbecue. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. So, I will be getting rid of one of the barbecues, but the other two. So, there's a um, offset smoker and a Weber Q, which I. Jesus. You... Ellis is dadded up. Yeah, I know. You're, like, a, you're a Max dad. He's just had a, like, he's had a Super Mario mushroom and <laughs> he's now like Super Dad's. Well, oh, you know he's what he's doing? He's dad. put a slab down. He's built a shed. He's, he's, he's dad planting. We're all dad. He's dad planting, right? He's going, I'm I'm just having everything I need here. You need anything, you come here to me. Well, I think and, well, and, well, there is a bit of that, but there's also the um, the old saying, when you don't have a personality, you start smoking meats as a replacement. So that's kind of <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have a, you get a smoking fridge. Yeah. Can your that. next project be some sort of mega barbecuing station where um, you just have each, each different barbecue kind of set up along, you know. That's pretty much the plan. The next, the next project oh, nice. um, I'm hoping to do is a, an outdoor kitchen workbench, which will, help facilitating the barbecue area. So hopefully if it's if it's what I've kind of got in mind at the moment, there's some nice um some nice redwood slabs available around here locally, pretty good price. So I'll get a couple of those, that can be my bench and that'll kind of be the centerpiece and I'll work the barbies in around that. So see how we go. We'll see how we go. Redwood slabs. That could be the title. I like that we've got ongoing things to come back in a month and check in on too. Oh, not that a month is going to do no, it, but, you know, we'll, we'll at least see where your head's at. I've got I've got doors to paint before then and oh, and possibly doors. a laundry to build, so we'll see how we go. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're in the dad wake here, fellas. 
No, I don't think so. Yeah. I painted some doors. Had any yeah, tips? I any I tips? Oh, bushes. Had tips. What, what tips you got, Wiggins? Did you take them off the hinges or do All right, so painting doors, are they the in just internal bedroom doors? Yeah, just, yeah, interior doors. Yeah. All right. Then you have to use a roller. Yeah. You've got to use a roller. Uh, I've been told on, on numerous occasions that you should use a brush for a door. No, do not. No, Get a no, good quality no. roller and roll the shit yeah. out of it. Cool. <laughs> do you take it off its hinges, though, we go? Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm not in place. But you're like you're hinge ready, Ellis. You're like you're prepared for hinge. Uh, uh, All the work you've I've done been on the shed. Guard by hinges. I can't look at them anymore. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, too many titles, Buckley. <laughs> Battle scarred by hinges is pretty too. I don't like... It's no, getting no. late. I don't really want to no. deep dive too far emotionally into that because I don't want to open, open you know, things up. That... Stop, stop, stop saying open. It's freaking you me out. Utilize yeah, hinges. Stop opening oh. things. Stop <laughs> opening things. It's making me think of Oh, no. It's <laughs> It's just I don't like I feel like the topic's swaying one way and then the other and then <laughs> stop it. We really <laughs> um, yeah. all right. There was one more little piece of content you flagged with us. Me? Yes. Oh, what was that? Oh, sorry, yes, of course. <laughs> well, we have as so we've talked about previously, the um uh our son is graduating in Huge air quotes preschool, and moving on to moving on to preschool. Very exciting. Precious memories you'll definitely remember yeah, in your adult life. But we had the um, we had the the meeting at the school, like to introduce to see like learning who the teachers were and stuff like that. And um, the principal came comes rushing up to me. And this is this is an explainer brag, so just give me a moment. But you know, principal comes rushing up and says, "Oh, you know." Your daughter's amazing. She's doing such great work. And, you know, she, she does like a special reading group with her and all this kind of stuff. Is George going to be the same? <laughs> and this is right. moment of, well, probably not. But, you know, you, is there anything that you've known? Or has there been any feedback from teachers around like expectations from one child to another and how similar or different they are? And because, you know, I'm not, and this isn't, I'm not flagging little fella off or anything like that, but I just think he's going to be mm-hmm. a very different kid to what my daughter is, which is what do you expect. They're two very yeah, different Yeah, that's right. It's odd to assume they'll be similar by default, isn't yeah, it? Well, I think so. And I think, you know, there was, there was a fair degree of kind of tongue-in-cheek involved in the statement. But right. just if, is there anything that you, your families have gone through with as I say, sibling expectations, moving through, that kind of thing, or has it all been pretty, no, they just do their own thing and everyone just accepts that? Mm. Well, the the issue in our household isn't isn't outside, it isn't the outside, like it's not, it won't be teachers, it's the child herself, the eldest, putting her expectations on her sister. Mm. That's what we find. Oh, that's mm. interesting. So she's giving she's giving her sister annoying advice. Well, you know, she's moving into... You've got to try harder when you're a high school. I was going to say, so the like moving me. to high school thing, is that... Yeah. yeah. Right. Here's some advice. And you're like, that's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not helping. That's not good advice. 
No, you, yeah, you need to preface that. That's called bad advice. Yeah, because basically <laughs> her advice is be a different person. You know, there's that kind of advice. Yeah, you, Don't be yourself. It's not helpful. Oh. Yeah, be like me. And we're like, no, don't be like <laughs> No, wait. Remember what you were like in year seven? That wasn't fun. Yeah. I don't think there was any direct kind of, oh, one was like this, so the other will be like it. It's more, it is a bit more like between them themselves. And yeah. I have had to say way more than I thought I ever would that remind them that they're not the same age. Right. And so, mm. like, why are you saying that? He's not the same age as you. You're three and a half years older. Yeah. Why are you expecting him to have the same ability at this that you have now? And vice versa. The youngest one going, like, getting frustrated they can't do something the older one does. Yeah. You're going, but why? Why? Why don't you? <laughs> like, surely you remember you're not the same age as him. And, you know, at, at your age, he wasn't necessarily doing this. So it's, it's yeah, it's kind of internal rather than... Um, the external, I think. Cool. Well, you got anything with the lads and then Rosie? Is that all? Because she, she's a bit younger. Does it she's not? a bit younger. Because yeah. there's that, what is it, five years, four years mm. difference between Louis and Rose, but Harves and Lou are only two yeah. years apart. So there's, quite close, yeah. there's definitely been a, um, I mean, there's been some correlation in that, you know, both like Harvey was, you know, Harvey was a good swimmer and was school captain and had a, a lot of those sort of achievement type things happen. And everyone looked at Louis and and the same things have happened, right? So Louis was Louis is a good swimmer and uh, has become school captain and is good at public speaking and you know so, but there's. That's probably a better question for Linz, really, like from an well, academic I was point say, of view. But even so, is that like a different pressure as well when you've got the parent at the school as well? I think um, I think there's definitely more pressure from us, and I say us in being that you know Linz, yeah. Linz, you know. She's a teacher at the school, so she has a certain expectation of how the kids are going to behave and and what their, you know, what their expectations yeah. are, you know. So I think she holds them to a different standard yeah. in many well, ways because yeah. she is also being held to that standard yeah. as well. Mm, right. Mm. 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 Interesting. That's a pretty high bloody standard. Yeah, kind of that. Well, <laughs> well, we've had. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you off here. No, that's that's a, <laughs> that's a really that, that's a, might be a good place to stop. <laughs> that's some really good advice. No, I think it's interesting. Like the, the sibling thing, I think is really interesting. And I, you know, as I say, I don't think that the, I think the teachers kind of say it, and I've said it kind of tongue in cheek. I know myself as well, but I've never really thought about it in a serious way, like when there has kind of been any kind of influence. But I can see, yeah, the the influence they have upon each other. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting, mm. and I think the high, it'll be interesting to see the how the, the high school girls go, Maddie. That's a really curious one because it's such a different kind of dynamic. By the time we get up there as well, they're, they're going, oh, they're going to the same school, obviously. Yeah, yeah, they're at the same school, but it's it's you know Violet will give advice and Noel will say shut up, basically. Like <laughs> I don't want to hear it, and then Violet goes, well, I'm trying, I'm trying to help, and you're like Violet, when you were in year seven, you thought everyone was stupid except people in year seven. 
She was like, oh, okay, yeah, but but I'm older now. And I'm like, yeah, but she's not, like you said, Buckland. It's like, yeah, but I don't know. Year sevens think they're all smart and they get their advice from year sevens. And then <laughs> what real, what never, find, never work out why things don't resolve themselves as they thought. And I, I say this to students all the time, like, all right, so you're, you're in year 11. Would you take advice from a year nine? No. Well, when you're in year nine, you thought year nines knew everything. And you wouldn't take advice from year sevens when you're in year nine. But when you're in year seven, you thought, no one understands anything except people in my year, and you've got advice from them. This is how it goes. Yeah. We're all the same age going, how do I put up a shed? That's how it works. <laughs> Get to year seven. Hey, are you? What, at what age are you? I'm that age too. Tell me how to live. That's right. What I do? They're like, oh, I've got a problem with my friendship. How do I do my taxes? <laughs> well, I asked the teachers, I, I asked my parents, they, they're stupid. <laughs> Their ideas were stupid. But another 12-year-old, they've got a great idea. Yeah. Some convoluted trick. That's yeah. how they work. I'm telling you right now, I'm not painting a door or, or putting up a shed. Bombshell. <laughs> I'm not painting a door or putting up a shed. Or put up a shed. But okay. I'm happy to talk about it and I'm happy to hear yeah. about your achievements because mm. this is what we do. I'm scared to put up a shed. I, honestly, I'm not even I'm not lying. It sat in panels. For like two weeks, just staring at me every day, just going, yeah, "You're gonna yeah. put this up, whoa, and this whoa, thing's gonna whoa. fall down. Not on your and then it's gonna home. blow down, and then it's gonna fly <laughs> off over your neighbor's house, and it's gonna cause destruction oh, in the entire mind. neighborhood. And everyone's gonna laugh yep. at you and say, What a dumb! Look at that dumb fuck who can't even put up a shed. <laughs> Santa will be there with his bell, Ellis. Shame, 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 shame. Shed, shame. shame. <laughs> but hang on, there's a bit of fun." Involved in a family sitting down to have dinner and then a shed just coming through their roof. Yeah. Surely. Yeah, a big storm comes, blows it all up in the air and puts it down. Property of Mr. and Mrs. Smith with, with four barbecues trailing behind it for some reason. <laughs> all tied to, tethered to it. My barbecues are the anchors. That's the only thing holding it up. <laughs> oh, so it's not a slab. You just laid all the barbecues down. <laughs> I just. Uh, it's like Twister, oh, yeah. all the barbecues <laughs> twirling around in the sky. <laughs> Tell me a more beautiful song. I thought song, you read though. the game for a second. It took me. Left hand Weber. Right hot plate. Burner. Right hot plate. Medium. <laughs> you left it on. Right. Oh, you, could, you could cook. Gas bottle. You, you could cook dinner that way, <laughs> Just spin, spin the wheel, the twister, spin, yeah. spin the twister, and be like, right, you're oh. cooking, you're cooking this roast. Uh, you're cooking Weber. spaghetti oh. on an open flame grill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lads, it's it's hot, it's humid. Oh. I need to go and find something cool to drink. So fucking hot. Um, <laughs> next uh, next month, I'm sure we'll we'll probably talk about how our dad Christmases went. Yeah. Mary Hammers. Yes. Mary Hammers. Yes. Ellis, Ellis, have you gone pre-ham yet? I know we're about to wrap up. Sorry about that. Um, no, that's okay. Tease the ham. Three hams deep. <laughs> You're not three, three hams deep. Hams. It's the 6th of December. <laughs> I was going to talk about I didn't even get to talk three. about the ham economy. That's the title. Has to be the title. The false ham economy. <laughs> thinking that thinking that buying ham is going to be cheaper because it's eight dollars a kilo by the leg, but thirty dollars a kilo at the deli. So you buy a leg and it lasts a week. You're like, fuck! It just 
I just went for $36 worth a hat in a week. What the fuck is wrong with the people in this house? Why am I having heart palpitations? Yeah, right. Why is my shed getting good? Why do I smell salt? Yeah, why is there so much salt? Your family's going to be pink like the Flamingo is in the week. Why is the toilet? Every time I go to the toilet, it's fizzy. Oh. Oh. Both sides. So your blood pressure's way down, but your nitrate levels are through the roof. Yeah, the nitrate levels are mad. Let's just make that clear again for the record. It is the 6th of December that we're recording this. Richard is into his third Christmas ham of the season. Hamonomics. Hamonomics. Oh, Hamonomics, everybody. Of a head. Oh. Is that, gonna be, is that book going to be out by Christmas, by the way? So people can get that. Hamonomics. Do you only have... So you use the same bag. Yeah, did you find your handbags this year? Anyway, yeah, yeah, I found the handbags. Ellison. I put them in a safe place this year. I was in charge of the handbags. Oh. So you've got multiple bags. I've got three handbags. Man, this man is he is the ultimate dad at the moment. He sheds, barbecues, okay, cool. and he's in charge of the handbags. He's stuck. It sounds like he could almost have a ham on each barbecue going at once at this rate. That is the best idea I've ever had in my life. I'm going to smoke one. I'm going to grill one. I'm going to open flame one. He's going to buy three more hams. Three more hams. I'll be six hams deep before Christmas Eve. You'll be six hams deep before the 12 days of Christmas start. Oh, shit. On that slightly nauseating note, we're going to leave you. Thanks, dads. Thanks, boys. It was wonderful. Let's talk again soon. Thank you all. This is an Angry Chimp podcast. <laughs>